This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. All right, first thing I want to say real quick is that this was one of the hardest episodes for me to kind of put everything together and try to get all the sound at the right volume and everything. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, <laughs> different people talking and different uh, – I use my iPhone for some of the recordings and stuff, and uh, I did my best, so I, I get it. You know, I, I've, been, I've, seen, I've heard uh, a lot of feedback from people about, uh, about that kind of thing, and I've been working real hard at uh, – at doing my best, and and this is this is a lot of time put into this episode, so uh, it is what it is on this one. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, I was uh, really uh, felt fortunate to be one of the five volunteers that went up and helped uh, put the um, northern terminus. The new wood was uh, flown in, and we we put the uh, put the new northern terminus up. There was one. There was also a sixth person on the crew who was a Pacific Crest Trail Association employee that oversees the uh, most of Washington State on the Pacific Crest Trail. So um, it was just a really fun uh, uh, event to be a part of, just just being there for the history, uh, how many people are going to be involved. This part, part of their life will be this monument, or, or I guess Terminus. So it's really, I get confused, and, and actually other people get confused because there is an actual monument there. Uh, the little metal pole is a monument. And then there's uh, kind of this uh, the, the terminus marking the northernmost part of the Pacific Crest Trail, and that uh, that's what we did was put the new wood in for that. And so uh, there's gonna be some sounds in here, and um, I hope you can uh, appreciate and maybe try to feel like you were there because this was all recorded on site. All right, this first part, uh, the first little sound clip is uh, we're talking with a guy named Kevin. He he he. Well, he ta- tells you what his position is with Manning Park, but. Uh, He's one of the head guys out there, and, and he's kind of prepping us as far as, like, the gear, our backpacks, getting them. Because we, we had uh, the, the helicopter actually picked it all up in a net and dropped it off on site for us. And we kind of talk about the uh, the, term, the new terminus uh, wood itself in, in these clips and and, uh, and kind of talk about the getting ready because the helicopter wasn't quite there yet. So uh, here's Kevin. Well, move the van out of here, obviously, eh? And we'll let the we'll let the helicopter land. We just want to see how dusty it's going to be when he comes in. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Huh? Yeah, like we're going to obviously going to longline this stuff out, but uh, as far as uh, fairing people, we might do it from the grassy area over there instead. But we'll wait to see just how it is. But uh, when he lands, we'll just keep everyone out of here for the, for the first go around. What's your name? Kevin. Yeah, sorry, Kevin. Kevin. You're a ranger. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, not. What's your What's your official? Uh... I'm the area supervisor, so I look after uh, Manning Park, Cathedral. Sort of this area of parks, anyways, but I'm based out of Penticton. So oh, okay. Used, yeah. Right. Yeah. You yeah. sound ranger, right? Yeah, well, it says yeah, ranger. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. we're all designated <laughs> as rangers, so we got to wear the wear the. Oh, it's different up here, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, how, I know how it all works. Know. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You're you're the one flying us. You're the pilot. You don't want to be flying you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You barely trust me driving a car. Nice. No. Good what do you guys think for weight for those? That's twelve hundred. Lauren, what's what's the weight on all that? 
We guessed 1,200. For the yeah, terminus? We, we guessed. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, 1079. Okay, ah, yeah. You guys go kilograms up here? Or? <laughs> no, it's weird. Some things are metric, some things are imperial. It just depends on We go pounds usually for weight. Well, are those 12 by 12? or are they? I figured out I did it if did, it were you water. You did the calculation? If, if it were water. Okay. Oh. So. Uh, well, I think Doug Fur is like. Keep, 60% of water or something, depending on how wet it is. I tell you what, if you chuck these guys, you know, in, in the water, there wouldn't be a whole lot of freeboard above it. You know, <coughs> well, we're, let's not do that. No. Let's <laughs> not do that, yeah. No emergency. And say, you say you glued the sign on? It is. Tap it. Not next. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, good choice. The recessing and gluing. We put these signs, you know, at trailhead stuff like that to get stolen. Just yeah, no doubt. Like that. Yeah. You guys have that problem up here too? Uh, <laughs> yeah, not so bad in Manning Park, but uh, sort of our other parks that are closer to urban areas. It's yeah, oh, it's yeah. Awesome battle, right? Where's the uh, helicopter coming from? Uh, Hope. Hope. Oh, yeah. Valley. I think they say 15 minutes up. So. I think if your pack goes right on top of that, it should be fairly protected. Okay. I was eh? trying to see if I could make a little more room. Put a lot of love care on. Put a lot of love what was the name of the racer they're packing all the water for? Oh, uh, fat Dog. Fat, fat Dog? Yeah. yeah. So who is going in first? I think we're sending four of you. I'll go. There's a couple people that want to take video or camera yeah, of us leaving. So. so the next thing that happened, uh, we got uh, basically debriefed with the pilot of the helicopter itself uh, after it showed up. Just take turns, kind of come and go. I think we'll have um, you kind of get in and out of the machine and try the seatbelt before we get uh, running and stuff. It's just a lot easier and um, gives you that bit of experience. Um, a bigger concern, I think, is the main rotor blades um, and relative to sloping ground. So it's pretty flat here. You could exit the helicopter and walk away without any trouble. But if I landed closer to that hump, um, you could easily walk away, walk up that hump and into the blades. Especially if I move the cyclic, which is the control there, mm -hmm. it tilts the blade. So if I'm not paying attention or I'm looking at something on the ground, I just move my hand, that blade comes down that side. So now it's come down that side and it's closer uh, and you're going up the hill. So it's really easy to, to get into a situation like that. Then the helicopter actually took off and uh, I got some audio of that as well as uh, just a short clip here. And, and as well as some stuff inside the cockpit, just kind of give you an idea. And this is really us taking the terminus there, so here it is. It's really hard to put in words uh, where the where the uh, helicopter landed and we got off at, but 
Uh, if you can just imagine um, a six foot wide, small, slow stream. Um, actually, the trail eventually pass, uh, you know, crosses across the stream at uh, in in Canada. But uh, we we did land in Canada, but we weren't near the trail. I mean, we were near the trail, but we were off. <laughs> we weren't on the trail, and so it landed right in this uh, nice, easy creek and right on a little kind of rock bar. And man, we got out right there, and it was such a cool experience. And this little meadow that we would have never seen otherwise. Uh, we had to kind of cross back over the creek and then go find the trail. We kind of bushwhacked and, and found it. And we got to to the scene and, and took the uh, helped the helicopter land the the new the new wood like we had talked about uh, that they flew it in, and they they got it real close to the to the old monument. Then we knocked the old monument down, um, and here's kind of some sound clips from that right here. Can you explain what you're doing here, Shannon? <laughs> well, I'm digging some dirt and rocks from the bottom of the northern terminus of the PCT. And I put together, put in some new, new posts. Pretty exciting. But got to do some grunt work first. Good job, Shannon. I'm, I'm having fun watching you. Are you? Yeah, well, thanks for listening to all that for me first. What tool are you using there, Jeremy? There was also some uh, some folks there from Manning Park. There was two employees that uh, they weren't necessarily working side by side with us all the whole time, but they were there off and on. Um, you know, just uh, they they because Manning Park really supported us a lot in this trip. Uh, they 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 knew it was a big deal, and and they also knew it needed to happen because the old one was just rotting away. But um, this is uh, one of the one of the folks that worked for the park. She's actually the one that wrote in the logbook up there, and she reads what she wrote, and then we all, or at least most of us, signed it thereafter. And Meander, who kind of oversees that logbook up there, he was actually there too, and um, he left a couple of pages intentionally blank to put some pictures in eventually for kind of a keepsake. And uh, I should note too that uh, uh, anybody who is going to the Northern Terminus this year, you know, flip back and check out those uh, hopefully he's put some pictures in by then, or at least read read our writings. <laughs> Here it is. What's your name? Kara. Where are you from? Tulak, Canada. PCT hikers, congratulations on making it to this point. You guys have so many people cheering you on throughout the trip. With the help from Mountain Park Rangers, student conservationists, and North 350 Blades Trail crew, you guys get a brand new monument. Right on. And we're all going to sign it? Cool. Yeah, the logbook. All right, I only got one small clip of the actual terminus going up. This is Lauren, who built the terminus. He's he's interviewed later in this podcast. Uh, he's kind of talking about um, the piece that we're putting in. It's a ten footer and stuff. So anyway, just a, a short little clip. Uh, you can hear quite a few of the uh, the volunteers kind of talking to each other. And before those other interviews, there's going to be a little word from our sponsors. Here's that clip of Lauren. Lauren, what's the name of this post? This is our ten footer. The 10-footer. Shannon, do you need a hand with that? First one going in, 10-footer. Uh, Jeremy, can you, could you guys hold this in position just basically like this, Jeremy? Jeremy? All right, a quick little break here to uh, show some support with these sponsors. This is Waymark Gear Co., Waymark Gear Company, waymarkgearco.com. I want you to go over there and check out all the little ways that you can edit your pack, you know, basically 
um, you know, spark it with some colors here and there. And I'm telling you, I don't know the exact number, but there's got to be at least 20 or, or more ways that you can change a color on this pack. And it's so cool. And, and you can also change the, the um, pockets around. You can make one long pocket on the side for, like, your longer items. Um, you could add straps if you wanted to, uh, though, of course, that adds weight or whatever. Uh, it really, you can just build your own pack based on these um, – on, on what he's got set up. That's Mark Benson over there at Waymark Gear Company. And uh, I'm on the website right now just kind of messing around. I think you guys should go check that out. I wanted to kind of throw out some some of the prices. I mean, he's got 38 to 40 liter, 42 liter packs on there for 195 is where they start. And uh, you know, 50 liter pack starts at 225 Please go over there and at least just check it out. And, uh, hey, tell them the Cascade Hiker Podcast sent you. Thanks. All right, a quick break here to spotlight uh, Lux Tents. That's uh, LuxHikingGear.com, L-U-X-E-Hiking-Gear.com. Uh, we're going to talk about the their uh, cheapest tent that you can pick up. I mean in price, not quality, of course. Um, that's the Mini Peak Pyramid two-person backpacking tent. And uh, this is $115. Go to their site and check it out. Uh, like you say, luxe-hiking-gear.com. There's a link in the show notes, of course. Um, you know, right now I'm on the website, kind of checking it out, and uh, this is a three-season, uh, you know, 2.2 pound, two-person tent. You know, there's no floor. It's the uh, um, pyramid style that Lux Hiking Gear does. And anyway, you know, if you really want to go cheap, cheap and lightweight, you know, check this out. I mean, this is kind of like I've been saying, uh, just the better way to go because it's a more personal relationship with the brand, um, to local to me company, uh, cottage company here. And Jake's a friend of mine and he's sponsoring the show. So I want you guys to at least go check it out. L-U-X-E-Hiking-Gear.com. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of the show. Sitting here doing the, the northern terminus. Uh, actually, I might be in Canada right now, and you might be in uh, in America. Is that right, Michael? Yeah, I think you're just barely into Canada, and I'm about four and a half feet in the United States. Um, real grateful for uh, the U.S. Border Patrol for getting us clearance to come in and do this work today. Yeah, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, kind of the process of getting this whole thing okay, getting this new terminus up? Yeah, um, sure. So um, the terminus monument was put in 30 years ago and was pretty um, pretty weathered. It was starting to had some splits in it, and the, evo- the one of the smallest posts had cracked. Um, so we started the process of getting lots of folks on board to do the replacement. So this this winter in December or early January, I can't recall, um, talked with Manning Park, the Border Patrol, the Forest Service, and PCTA to kind of get everyone on board. Um, and, you know, I'm sure we could talk about this a lot, but the BC Parks really came through for us and flew the, uh, the new timbers, which were made by PCTA volunteers um, in... What do you think those weigh? Uh, you know, I think we did the math out somewhere over a thousand pounds, maybe eleven hundred pounds. Yeah, there was no way to hike those in. Uh, even even horseback would have been tough. 
Yeah, initially when we were talking about the project, we thought about trying to bring them in by horse, but just too much weight for any animal. And we were going to see if there was a way to bring them in from the United States, but cross in the kind of length of the Pasadena wilderness just wouldn't it be possible with these giant piece of wood? So I never really said though. Uh, what is your position and, and who do you work for? Oh yeah, sorry, Rudy. Um, so my name is Michael Hanley. I'm the North Cascades Regional Representative for the Pacific Crest Trail Association. Uh, I have a great privilege of working with a really dedicated volunteer base and uh, a lot of great colleagues, most of whom are based out of our main office in Sacramento. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so um, can you talk a little bit more about kind of the process? I mean, uh, not not getting too technical, but uh, um, like how how did we get here? How did the whole, uh, you know, helicopter ride take place? I mean, you know, there had to be more logistics than just, hey, thanks, uh, you know, to Manny Park. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the process started over a year ago. Um, kind of a fellow named Chris Crunkle started, knew that the monument was in bad shape and started asking the PCTA to figure out how to replace it. Um, the kind of the ball didn't really start rolling on getting you and I here today um, until I I sent a message to British Columbia Parks through a indirect like online messaging system and left a asked them <laughs> asked them to call me back. Um, and I get a call from Kevin Wilson, the area supervisor, um, and. Uh, the whole thing had seemed pretty impossible up till that phone call, and he just convinced me, well, we'll figure out how to make it happen. Um, so they had a number of projects going on, um, and they were able to find some helicopter time to get uh, yourself and I and all, all these other volunteers in along with this lumber. And, you know, I can't be more grateful for that. But... Um, but also a huge amount of credit goes to the Forest Service, Metal Valley Ranger District. The district ranger uh, who just retired, Mike Liu, really championed this project um, and kind of did did a lot of work to help us make those contacts with the Border Patrol and other folks who could make this possible. So I tell you, man, uh, it really feels like Manny Park and just Canada in general, right? Uh, it just feels like they rolled out the red carpet for the six of us that, hiked, that, that, that were flowing in, man. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Yesterday, Lauren and I drove these timbers up from the United States, and uh, <laughs> we were running behind, and we walked in the office, and I met Jesse Hobbs and uh, Kevin Wilson for the first time. I only, had only talked to them on the phone, uh, and they were immediately just jumped in. Okay, let's, let's put this up. When are your folks getting here? How can we, you know, here's what you need to know. Uh, so there are a lot of conversations that happened, but uh, I just – you can't ask for that level of partnership. Um, usually folks just have too much work to do to find the time. So they really believed in this um, and uh, just wanted to make it happen and a success. So and we're staring down at a beautiful monument yeah. that's uh, going to hopefully last at least another 30 years like the last one. Um, and thousands of people are going to touch it. Um, and I don't know, I love it because it marks both uh, a geographic boundary, but also marks the start of the finish of a huge emotional journey for folks, you know, whether they're walking for a week or five months. Um, it means a lot to a lot of people. And it's, it's great that we have such a beautiful structure that, that respects those people's journey and kind of just marks uh, a place to, to celebrate with them. 
Well, just in the short hours that we've been here, we've seen a few hikers. And one guy was starting uh, trying to do the fastest time in Washington starting here. And uh, there's a hiker here right now and meanders here and, and just some folks that aren't necessarily directly helping us. But, uh, you know, you, you just really get that community, you know, like you're saying, that emotional side of it. Yeah, absolutely. People love this trail. Um, and this is one of those places where people take photos and celebrate how much how much they love the journey. And uh, some folks, if they're coming from Mexico, tag this border and wish they could just turn around and keep going. And some people change their lifestyle so they can. And um, it's great that we were able to get this work done in honor of the 50th anniversary because um, it needed to happen, but it also was a heck of a lot of work. So we needed, we needed that anniversary maybe to, to get us in gear. And big credit to um, to Chris Krunkel, who who noticed the need and kind of brought it to everyone's attention. So. Well, let's talk about the, the terminus that came down. Um, you know, from the PCTA's point of view, what's going to happen with that? I mean, it's still intact. Yeah, so the, the one that's been in the ground for 30 years was flown out by helicopter today. Um, it's going to go back to one of our volunteers homes and he's going to try and mil mount a good uh, stand for it. Um, we're going to hopefully get it down to PCT days. Still, I think we today figured out a good plan for doing that. Um, and then it's going to be at the 50th anniversary of the National Trail System and the 50th anniversary of Wild Scenic River celebration in October in Vancouver. Um, and then we'll be permanently on display at the Pacific Crest Trail Association's office in Sacramento. So, um, you know, it's not just a piece of wood. Uh, I've spent a lot of last yeah. few months talking and thinking about pieces of wood, uh, but it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> it, the, the old one that we pulled out today, Rudy, it has all of those footprints of thousands of people climbing up on it. Um, and to me, that's really significant. You know, it's, uh, it, it has a lot of meaning. So we weren't just going to let it, uh, let it, get trashed we're excited to kind of display it in perpetuity that's good man i'm happy to hear it's gonna be at pct days that's been a, a thing that i've been a part of the last couple of years as well and so um that's a pretty cool photo op for some folks that uh that didn't get a chance to necessarily say goodbye to it i know there were some people out in the community uh that was like what this is happening so fast and so they could be down there or or like you say um other places so you know i encourage people to you know go check that out so Absolutely. We're standing, you know, we're on the 49th parallel in Manning Park, eight, over eight miles, the closest road, but there's no way to get here conveniently. So a lot of folks who interact with the, the terminus structure, uh, who take your picture with it, that might be the last time they see it. Um, so I'm really excited. It's going to be some place where just so many members of the general public can, uh, can touch it again, you know, yeah. can stand next to it again and celebrate um, and enjoy it. So. Well, good, man. Well, hey, I'm just uh, honored to be a part of this crew, and, and I appreciate you putting all this together and, and putting all the final, final touches on it. Hey, Rudy, thanks a lot for coming out. It's been yeah. really fun to have you, and I'm just psyched that this happened as well as it did. Right on. Well, I'm hoping to talk to some other folks. Thanks, Michael. All right, so uh, we just took all the official pictures, and uh, what's your name? Uh, Lauren Schmidt, yurt man on the trail. Yurt man. All right. Well, uh, can you kind of talk a little bit? We're here at the Northern Terminus still. Um, can you talk a little bit about how this wood came to be here? Uh, I heard about the, the idea of changing the monument post here last year, and uh, they were looking for somebody to mill up and actually deal with the posts there. 
So uh, I volunteered to do that. I'm a woodworker. And um, so the, the wood was donated from a mill in Eugene, Oregon. And it was uh, brought up to Seattle, taken to Bonnie Lake for some engraving, and then brought to my shop in Concrete, Washington. And I milled everything, put the finish on it, and painted it. And my wife painted all the lettering. Oh, that's cool. And then, uh, then what happened to it after that? Well, and Mike Hanley, the PCTA uh, Washington rep, came by in a van, and uh, we loaded it yesterday from my shop, uh, brought it through the border at Sumas and uh, Washington, and drove it all the way up to Manning Park, and the uh, Parks Department was kind enough to fly it, the whole bundle of logs in, about 1,400 pounds worth, by helicopter. That's cool, man. Yeah, we were just talking about that, me and Michael, and um, can you also kind of go over the fact of how you uh basically the plans right i mean it wasn't just you didn't just think of this terminus on your own right no the plan actually came to me from mike lewis in uh san diego they redid the southern monument at the mexican border last year he had plans for it and uh, the idea was to follow the plan pretty much as, as much you know accurately as we could and uh so that's what i did I just followed the plan that i was given and then the plans didn't stop there. I mean, while we're here, um, you played an integral part in kind of putting all the pieces together. Uh, Jeremy was on the crew here, and he kind of talked about the it was kind of playing Legos up here on the border. Well, when I saw the original plan, and uh, being a, a boat builder, I always kind of build for the worst weather possible. So I beefed up our uh, our hardware on it, so um, just to make sure that everything would be uh, skookum. Uh, for the long haul. <laughs> I expect it to be here for another 30 to 40 years before the wood finally does rot away. Right on. Well, hey, Lauren, I know, uh, you know estimated thousands of people are going to see this and take their picture by it. And we've been having a lot of jokes about that and, uh, you know, putting their feet on it. And I was actually on top of it. I'm I'm a 300-plus pounder, and it, it's solid, right? It is solid. That puppy's not going anywhere. It's actually a foot deeper than the old one that we removed this morning. And the old posts were holed out by the helicopter as well. Yeah, yeah, we kind of talked about the, the future of that uh, with Michael, and uh, that's really cool. And, and, and you're going to play a part in that too, right? Uh, we're going to cut off the rotten below-grade parts of the old post and uh, bolt them together above the grade area and make a bracket for it so that it can go on display. Right on. Well, Lauren, thanks a lot for coming on and, and kind of talking about your huge part in this. Oh, you're very welcome. And, uh, Rudy, thank you for all your help, too. I mean, there's a lot of digging, a lot of work here today. It was Thanks fun. a lot. It was right. fun. Thanks. Take care. Okay, we got another crew member up here. Uh, what's your name? My name is uh, Shannon Cunningham Leader, otherwise known as Snuffy. Yeah, your name's changed a little bit since you were on the podcast last. Yeah, I did that whole getting married thing. So, yeah, now yeah. I'm a leader. Right on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, Rudy, it, it was really hard to get in there with all the work that you were doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I threw a few rocks today. So I, I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because uh, this was a fun project to be a part of. But uh, having all six of us here seemed like a little much because it really wasn't a lot of room to work around, right? It was, yeah. You kind of had to, to take turns and, um, yeah, to all kind of fight around. We all wanted to do our little bit, our little part, so... Um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit sharing today. Yeah. And, uh, how many times have you been to the old monument? I've been just one time to the old monument. Well, yeah. it'd be twice today. Cause you, you saw it today. I saw it today. So now I'm up to two times. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, who, who knocked that old monument down? 
You know, um, this really big guy, uh, <laughs> Cascade Hiker, yeah, uh, yeah. made the final push and uh, knocked the old one over. That was a lot of fun. Well, you've been on the podcast a record amount of time, Shannon. So I, I just, <laughs> just kind of wanted to get you over just here just to, you know, yeah, to add right. to that list. So <laughs> thanks for coming on this crew. It's been fun. You bet. It, it was a lot of fun. And I never imagined, you know, five years ago when I walked here from Oregon that I would be here one day uh, helping to replace it. So it was a pretty, pretty special day. Nice. Thanks. So there's six of us on the crew. And uh, counting myself, I've uh, already talked to four people. And what's your name? Uh, my name is Roger St. John. Right on. And you actually started the trail this year, right, uh, down at Campo? Yes. Right on, man. That's huge. And then you got get that far. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all part of it. Um, and so you got the opportunity then to come up here and, and volunteer on this uh, monument, uh, monumental thing. It's not a monument, but. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What do you think about that? Is I mean, is did you did you come out here um, because you're you're connected to the trail or because you're connected to doing work or, or just bored? <laughs> um, it, I like doing different things. It just seemed like an interesting project. Uh, I've Two years ago, I started doing some trail angel stuff, and, and that's what got me interested in trying the trail. But I decided through hiking wasn't, wasn't my style after all. And so... Uh, just looking at other options to kind of get out and do something. Well, this is perfect. It's, yeah. It's been fun. Had you flown in a helicopter before this morning? No, nope, the first time. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, and, uh, oh, wow, somebody just jumped on top here. Uh, spiders up on top of the, the terminus right now. So it, it, what about the work conditions? I mean, could you ask for a more beautiful day? And We haven't really talked about that. And Yeah, it's been real nice. Uh, the bugs are... Very manageable, not too hot. Can you talk a little bit about where we landed this morning? Yeah, we came in and landed on a little bitty gravel bar in a pretty small stream, but uh, gave them enough room, I guess. And, and so then we just bushwhacked a few hundred feet to the trail. I thought it was a pretty cool experience, and that little uh, kind of meadowy area right there where we landed was just beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. I and nobody swamp, but it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and nobody fell in, which was <laughs> no, nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I wanted to make sure to get some audio from everybody that was out here helping out, and thanks for your help, and um, hope to hope that you get more miles on the trail, whether it's from trail work or, or hiking. All right, thank you. Thanks. All right, the, the final person uh, helping out on the crew, there's six of us, and uh, what's your name? Uh, what's going on? I'm Jeremy, uh, also known as Spider on the Trail. Uh, yeah. You've been uh, you've been here to the Northern Terminus before? Yeah, I've been here once before. Uh, I hiked through Washington in 2016, and seeing this Northern Terminus again was a real treat for me. Yeah. What uh, What do you think about just kind of the overall experience today so far? Um, it was a great experience. It feels pretty rewarding that. Uh, we're putting in a new monument. It was a little sad to see the old one go, but I hope this new monument serves to inspire all the hikers that are coming through in the future and to, and for years to come. Yeah, I think it's going to encourage or almost like promote a lot of hikers from the past to maybe come again to the Northern Terminus. Do you think that? Oh, yeah, definitely, because... This northern terminus just means so much to all these hikers in the past that seeing the new one 
we'll just I'm sure we'll bring back all these memories for him. So uh, uh, we got uh, what is it, about eight mile hike out of here now. We're not gonna be able to take the chopper. Oh yeah, that's a little sad. I would like to take the chopper back, but hey, we're hikers, you know. <laughs> right, right. So uh, eight miles is nothing for us. No, no, yeah, nobody's worried about it. Um, what uh, what about uh, you've been kind of doing some video? Or are you trying to put together something? Oh right. So uh, since I signed up to be part of this crew to help replace the monument. I knew I wanted to document it somehow, so I'm hoping to put out a little documentary about this whole process, and we'll see how that goes. I hope I got enough footage. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, just the the little bit uh, alone of, like, the helicopter coming in with everything, I mean, that was just, uh, right, that alone for me was just, like, awesome, and you got a lot more than that, so I imagine you're going to be able to put some stuff together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I'll... We'll see when I review the footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you get back to the civilization. And I'll be sure to send it to you when I finish. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on, and, and thanks for helping out. All right. Thanks for having me. Okay, that was the show, and I just want to say uh, thanks for listening. And um also want to point out that uh, Lauren mentioned, I think we all mentioned, that the, uh, the monument will be at PCT Days, and that is still yet to be determined. I know Lauren had a big hiking trip he was going to be going on, so he's not sure if he's going to get it done by then. Uh, he's going to be mounting it and everything, making it look all shiny and, and itself not new. But uh, anyway, yeah, so we're not 100% sure on that, so don't, uh, don't write that down. <laughs> but go to PCT Days because it's going to be a blast. And say hi to me. I'll be over in the All the West booth for most of the day. And anyway, uh, this was such a cool thing to be a part of. And thanks for the Pacific Crest Trail Association. And, um, you know, become a member, uh, support the trail, and also uh, support me. Go to patreon.com slash Cascade Hiker Podcast. A dollar an episode goes, or a dollar a month goes a long way. There's four episodes every month. So anyway, thanks for listening. All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash Cascade Hiker Podcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, Rudy at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine and sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong. Could never be wrong. Could never be wrong. See her laying down in the tall grass. Playing mandolin in a white dress. So come running when I hear that song. It could never be wrong. It could never be wrong. Where you want to run, baby, I'll run. I would leave this world for a